Hey guys, sometimes when you have a complete meltdown about a textile company on your podcast, and then you and your podcast partner say really nice things about another company, that company will call you and go, hey, we want to sponsor your show. That's a thing that happens. So today's episode is brought to you by GL Berg Entertainment, the premier corporate entertainment booking agency in the Midwest. Go to glberg.com. You can call them. You can email them. You can check out everything they do on their website. I'm going to tell you more about it during the middle of the show. But thank you to glberg and glberg.com for sponsoring today's episode. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thanks for coming back. As you can see, we have a different background this week because we're in WKRP Cincinnati. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hello! It's good to be here in my home recording an episode. Uh, We have a new producer. Yeah, we do. We have a new producer. We'll introduce him in a second, but we spent hours getting everything ready well, you and I don't want to let off behind this, like what you know. I don't want to. What do they call that? The fourth wall. Yeah, they break down the fourth. Break wall. down the sure. fourth wall. I don't sure. want to break down the fourth wall. But while we worked hard, you roamed around this house, singing a song, pretending to be the crab from Little Mermaid That's in his true. elderly years, admitting to crimes. Here's what's happening. You are everything you were doing is now being blamed on me, and I don't understand why that's happening. That, because, does that listen, seem like a reasonable thing that I would do? You, the, everyone knows you're the crazy one on this show. You're the crazy one on the show. Exactly. They know exactly. I'm the crazy. But here's the thing. That's how it. It's nice to be here in my home in Cincinnati. You know, I will tell you. Uh, I it's am also, me, exactly. Sebastian. I also am that's glad why we're it's here. low because he's older, and I don't do a good. I also, I mean, you were walking around like, and and then I grabbed the little mermaid. No. Yeah, you were. <laughs> okay, I thought you, here's the thing. You were talking about that it, his voice became. It was Braveheart. It, yeah, it became Braveheart. But go easy with what you were saying. You're like, and then I kidnapped her and reaped her. Like, I didn't go like. I didn't say any of that stuff. But that's I what you were implying. But you, that's what you were implying. That's what you were implying. Why? Can we get a witness? What do you mean? I'm implying. You can't tell me what I'm implying. You're always implying something. Our relationship on camera is one of you implying and me and our audience believing. I know that you worked hard on this. And so I would like to give you props for setting this studio up. Sure. Okay. I did some traveling today. Yeah. And I was at the Denver airport the day after the big Colorado University versus Colorado State University football game. Yeah. And this fucking, I, so I got to the line where it's clear and TSA pre-check. You have to have both to be in this line that I'm in. So wait, they do a duo line now? Yeah. So there's, there's clear, just clear. Mm -hmm. And then there's clear and TSA pre-check. You have to have both. Okay. And so I got in that line. Normally that's the fastest line in the world. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Not a lot of people have both. Sure. I had to walk over 200 yards to the back of the line. I could not believe it. 
It was if you've listened in the past, you know that I went to the a Minnesota Timberwolves Chicago Bulls game as a with, child. As a child with my father who gambled away courtside seats mm-hmm. and we had to lean up against the back of the stadium. There wasn't even a back of the chair. <laughs> we were just leaning on the back of the actual stadium cuz we were so high up. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. Because you'd walk by people and they'd go, <laughs> they'd like laugh at you knowing how far you had to walk back. So I stayed in that line for 48 minutes. That is, I cannot tell you the last time it took me 48 minutes to get through security. Mm-hmm. So, can I can I guess something here? Yeah. Not to interrupt you, but we're in person now. Sure. And on video, plug. Video. Uh, and now we can interrupt each other better. Uh, you, that, if I were to, on the Chad Daniels rage meter... I know the things that set you off, and yep. I think anyone who listens goes, well, that probably sets him off a little bit, but I actually know that that is an amount of bubbling rage that is, all, I don't want to say completely unmatched because I think somebody who loves you could hurt you, but there, sure. you having you traveling as much as you do yeah. and you owning both of these fast lane passes yep. and standing for that long, what's that, a nine on a 10 scale? Actually not. Uh, so, this is some Zen shit. No, but I'm going to tell you something. When I try, I'm never m- calmer than when I travel because okay. I know it can get fucked up. But I will tell you. Let me finish the story. So <laughs> I get on. Every travel story is I'm calm, and then a thing happens. Well, you can't say yes. You're calm, listen, because travel I, is the whole event. But I'm, I know. But I'm calm for the mo- the beginning where you think I would fucking freak out. Sure. I'm calm through the whole thing. I get on the plane. I sit there. I try to sleep. I can't, of course. Because I can't fucking figure out how to sleep. And so then I get off the plane. I don't take the train because that's just, I don't want to be by people because I think this this could be a problem. Mm -hmm. And then I go to get my rental car and it is Thrifty, Hertz, and Enterprise, right? Okay. And I can't tell which, it looks like Thrifty, Hertz, and Enterprise are all one thing. Okay. Because there's only one person working there. And there's one guy just sitting, and I'm like, well, what the fuck is he doing? And so then this guy goes around the line and goes up to that guy, mm-hmm. and he works at Enterprise. It's not all one thing. Great. And I have a car from Enterprise. So I'm like, that should be my spot. Yes. You've, now, been, you've been waiting. And just So this is like a Long John Silver's KFC combo line, but you get in there and you actually have to order from the Long yes. John Silver's lady. Right. Okay. And I don't know if you ever do this. If you, I can hold my piss for a super long time from three-hour car rides and all that stuff. Okay. But once I pull up to my house or a gas station, I'm like, okay, I'm here. There's a bathroom. And I can let – and then I have to – then all of a sudden I have to pee it's real coming. bad. Yeah. Okay. That's what happened with the rage, right? I was like, oh, I'm at the rental car counter. What could go wrong here? The guy goes around. He takes my fucking spot because I didn't understand. And yes, that's on me. But then, but then I go behind him and I hear this motherfucker go, hello. Hello. And I go, oh, no, this is going to be a passport and a lot of questions. Hello. And so I go, oh man, I go, all right. So I, so there's a woman that's in the line I was just in and she's looking at me like, oh, you, you, that could have been your spot. And I pulled my uh, handle for my suitcase up Mm -hmm. so hard. It sounded like a gunshot and everyone looked at me. (laughs) I was just trying to keep it together. So then this guy's like, do you have a license? 
And he goes, no, no license. I'm like, okay, great. I understand that we stand with Ukraine, but maybe Russia could have gone after Latvia at this point because this guy pulls out a fucking Latvian passport and he's just got so many motherfucking questions. But then, and it's not his fault. I understand that. Yeah. But he doesn't have a credit card, which is also fine. He's got a debit card. But now what they have to do at Enterprise, if you use a debit card, is they have to do a credit check. And this guy's like, I don't know if I want to credit to check on the mail. I just arrived. And I was like, God damn it, dude. Yes or no? Because this is where I'm going to fucking freak out. If you don't pick yes or no, I'm going to lose my mind. And then they finally... He's just, he's just pandering. Well, what are the pros and cons of yeah. credit check? And then he calls someone and he's like, I am at the rental car place. And... Uh, and he's like doing all this shit. And he's asking. I hurt my body. <laughs> and he's asking. His friend is like, they are saying a check of my credit. And I don't know. It was so wild. And so. They, <laughs> I'm not laughing at me. I'm laughing at you. Listen to me. I don't know. I don't know if it's oh, 16 hours on, you know, of working on a studio that isn't coming together or what has put me in. The, but there's something about that voice that nearly annihilated me. I think I have to go to physical therapy after this recording. Impossible because it's going to be midnight. Listen to me. You need to. They check credit all of a sudden here. I am Enterprise. <laughs> And so they say they will pick you up, but here I am. And so uh, he's talking to this guy, and then finally he goes, okay, I will let you uh, credit check. Mm -hmm. And then the guy, it takes for fucking ever. Oh, a credit check yeah. took a while? Uh, yeah, and finally At they a go, fucking rental car place? Uh -huh. they're, not, yeah. they're not slick at that? <laughs> yeah, and so he, he goes, I have to change the screen, does all this stuff, it takes forever. And then he goes, okay, you passed. And the guy goes, all right, maybe I use credit card. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking murder. So then I took a hot lap. I left my bags and I walked around a little bit. Okay. Because I'm like, you can't now think you're going to do that. Because they have to take a $500 hold mm -hmm. if it's a debit card. Yeah. But only a $200 hold if it's a credit card. Mm -hmm. So now he thinks after the credit check, he's going to use his credit card. When he's got to call one of his friends, am I going to need the extra $300? <laughs> What we will do in Cincinnati? Are we, is this more of a Wendy's weekend or a steak restaurant weekend? <laughs> so we, so they get all this taken care of. And then he goes, I need a phone number. And the guy goes, Zito 44. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not a fucking phone number for sure. That you don't, a phone number doesn't start with zero <laughs> now. So, so then he, and he just keeps saying numbers, sure, way too many numbers. And so the guy goes, uh, Hey man, that's, it's too many numbers. I'm looking for a 10, uh, yeah. 10 digit number. He needs, he needs a, a United States phone. Yeah. Number. And yes. so he's like, zero four, four. And I'm like, Hey, it's the same number. You can't just keep doing that. And then he goes, I don't uh, have number for uh, 10 digits. And I go, who did you just call? Where do they live? Can you please use their phone number? Because are they your friend from America? And he goes, yes. And I go, then fucking give it. That's a 10-digit number. What if, what if he called them and he's like, I need your phone number because mine doesn't work. 
And he puts it on speaker and they go, zero four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are telling me I need your phone number. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> zero three two. Oh, they're coming from all over the <laughs> yeah. Eastern Bloc. Great. Yep. That's so you, but you did get your car. Yeah. I, I lost my shit. And, uh, <laughs> and so I get up there, got my car and then I go to my car and him, he and another person are still in their car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I can hear the guy go, I don't know how to work map. And I go, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and then I just shut my door and I'm like, I am so fucking done with this guy. I love, uh, I mean, A, I want it to be an actual map, but I love anybody who's like, <laughs> yeah. I do not know how to work map. And he's just looking at the GPS on the dashboard. He's putting in a 10-digit phone number for the <laughs> coordinates, and the coordinates are 044 East. What? Uh, so you, there are moments, like when I am going to see you, it's either because I have traveled to you or you have traveled to me. Right. And I don't know that you have ever traveled to me easy. Oh, I think, I think I've had maybe a couple. I just get excited. So here is the message. Now, now that that story has been told, I just like, if anybody's, what is it like to be friends with Chad? Okay. One of the great things about being friends with you is this is the first time you mentioned, like actually told me what happened. Right. You've been at my house for eight hours. Probably. But I knew all this was coming and I just got to be excited all day because I sent, my wife was napping. Yeah. And so I sent you a message because I thought you'd be close. And I said, text me when you're five out. Jenna's sleeping and I don't want Kevin to freak out and wake her. Now, are you talking about... No. Don't wake him up. Don't wake him up. Everybody's in bed. Kevin the dog. And you sent back... I'm behind a fucking lot. <laughs> I'm behind a fucking Latvian with a debit card and no phone in the rental line. I may not be there ever. Yeah, and it was I, just like it, it was like it was like Christmas. <laughs> it was like Christmas waiting for this moment. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. The uh, the baby boy Ethan is also here. Yeah, it's true. And I love whenever you two are in the same house. That's an odd energy. I don't think it is. I don't. I mean, I, it's not like a bad energy. Here's, here's what I think the energy is. I think the energy is we get along very well. Yep. But we know at some point mm-hmm. we are going to be pit against one another. Sure. And so we can't be all lovey-dovey because we got to keep it like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, you got to keep a little bit of that aggro, yeah. that, that alpha stuff. Right. I meant more that Ethan, Ethan has like the confidence of an... like like an investment banker's son, right? He has okay. this, he has this like, nothing matters, I'm going to be fine. He's got that going sure. on. Yeah. And so he shit talks you in a way that's really interesting. So today you were giving an old man speech about Deion Sanders' son or something. Right. And he came at you like you were criticizing rap music in the 1990s and god damn it it was fun to watch yeah it was he did come after me but i i stand by it well I, and we don't we don't even need to we don't even need to get into the specifics i just have to tell you that's the thing that i like the moments where you think you have a good point and you might and he i do and he is and you might and I he do. is essentially telling you 
Chad, you are so fucking old. I can't even let your words hit my head right now. Yeah. And that's a fun energy. And I get that energy, but you're 20 years older than me. So he fucking ratchets it up quite a bit. Can't be right. Can I? I am older than everybody here. Oh. And by a significant amount. Yeah. Probably, I guess it would be, I don't know, three belts worth. Let's not do that. The fact that you haven't had your warm milk and headed to sleep for the evening is crazy. I'm so proud of you for being up at this point in the night. Thank you so much because believe me, I was downstairs like, please don't figure it out. Please don't figure out the audio. I want to go to sleep. Guys, as I mentioned, today's episode is brought to you by GL Berg Entertainment. Born out of the great state of Minnesota, they book events all throughout the Midwest and even the country. If you are listening to this podcast right now and you have a corporate event, a holiday party, a fair, a festival, hell, maybe you run a cruise ship. Do you have a theater or performing arts center, a college, a university? They book everything and they book it incredibly. Do you want to have Tim Harmston or Mary Mack or Ali Sultan or Tommy Ryman or Mike Brody or any of the plethora of people who've been on our show? It's no coincidence that they are all uh, people who G.L. Berg sends out on corporate events. And it's not just comedians. They also have music. They have specialty events. They have a speaker's agency. They do virtual shows. They are incredible. G.L. Berg Entertainment. GLberg.com. You can call them 612-361-6002 or toll-free 888. Was that a too many eights? Three eights. 888-654-6901. They are in the booking season right now for all the holiday parties and everything. Do you want to book me? Do you want to book me and Chad together? I don't know if you can afford us. We are high. We are. We're like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. I don't remember how that movie goes, but I think she was expensive. We're expensive, but you can get us. And you can get me, you can get all the people I've talked about and all sorts of other stuff at glberg.com. What a cool thing that they are sponsoring us. Thank you to everybody over there. Uh, We really appreciate it. Check out glberg.com. I I had to go downtown last week and I got off on an exit. Okay. And as I got off on the exit, I saw a, uh, a homeless person. Mm-hmm. asking for change mm-hmm. um unhoused and un, is that what it's called i think so unhomed unhoused because anywhere can be a home don't be don't be soup stupid and selfish i <laughs> you know how hard it is for me to not bring the latvian back into this conversation <laughs> yeah, I, I wish i were home in home i get called with number who is that guy? That's a little bit of the Latvian and Sebastian the I Crab. I was just going to say, yeah, it did sound like you're Sebastian. Ariel is buried under the sea. And so uh, the I get off, there's, there's a popular panhandling spot. Is panhandling appropriate? There's a popular beggar spot on the corner okay. of this exit. And so I get off. I recognize that. And it's not, it's not conducive. You know me. I'm a give. You're a what? I'm going to give. Okay. You're I'm going to give. I'm going to give. I'm the guy who I get money back from 
the grocery store. Yep. Because who has cash anymore? What sort of perverts walking around with yeah. single dollar bills? I know. That really is like a, hey, kid, you yeah. ever yeah. seen one of these? Yeah. How about one of these? Yeah. <laughs> it really is Perf City. I've got $4 in a secret. So the... <laughs> hey, take this paper dollar and then come make some change. <laughs> and you can just hear the four quarters rattling around his ball bag. <laughs> so... so I, I'm a, I'll give, but this is like a non-conducive giving spot. So I don't know that I'm in the mood to, because what you have to do in that situation is you have to go into your, where you keep your, your dollars okay. from the grocery store. Sure. Where do you keep them? And Tell I keep, the I keep them in the middle console. I have, so okay. I use, I have two drinks and yep. right there I take a, I have a little roll. Speaking, time out. Speaking of drinks. Oh my God. No, I don't want to do it. We're going to. I don't want to do it. Because you have this th- these water bottles that no one is allowed to touch. No, everyone Wait, has no, to no, drink no, no, out no, of no, a no, sink no like a No one said no peasant. one is going to allowed yeah, to touch them. Absolutely. That wasn't, that wasn't a, like a rule no, when you walked you in the house. You don't have glasses. You have to, I had to go to the neighbor's we house have to get this glass. That is a fucking... Uh, I'm Chad. I never lie. <laughs> so I have... So, okay. Let me control the narrative. No, I'm, Let a, me I'm control about to eight mile you. Hold on. You have Icelandic glacial water. This is it. And you it's all of them are that empty. You never drink it past there. They're everywhere in the house. Everywhere. Like this house is some sort of mini, like built to scale mm-hmm. marathon course. And you just walk by and you're just, oh God, thank God that was there. And take two more steps. Oh shit, thank God that was there. Why are they everywhere? Well, and why can't I have one? That's well, that's the main point. You can't have one because you didn't fucking ask. And now you can't I have one ask. because of this speech on the show. I did ask. You didn't, not me. Who cut you out of the water? Who cut you out of the water game? Young Ethan. Thank you, that a boy. Now, I, you know as well as anyone, my life is a marathon. Yeah, that's true. So I might need, no, I... All you did was just describe OCD to the people in a mean way. I don't think it was mean at all. I think it was very accurate. I think I told them exactly what goes on in this fucking house of filth. It's not, but that's not fair. This is a very clean house oh, no, no, going a, through a, a rough moment. Time out. It's a clean home. Sure. I'm you're saying, calling me filth. I'm, I'm saying house of filth because you're in it. I'm, I'm going to let you have that because it is an outrageous hour in the evening. Yeah, it is. So this panhandler is at a point where if i pull my dollars and i give him a twirl like because you got to do that like is, was he a stripper in another well that's kind of what you have to do okay. like if they're in a distance you have to go i have some money okay like that <laughs> i don't know that it's exactly like have that. you ever considered but what's what's your other option you give them a like one of these like the crypt keeper finger come here yeah that is true but or you, you got to lean out and go i have money that's probably a bad idea in that if it's if that's Panhandler Central, what'd you call yeah. it? I can't remember. Anyway, I didn't say that at all. Have you ever thought of taping fishing line to a dollar bill and just going like, I gotta go, and you throw it out, and then as soon as they come running, you're driving and you just pull it? Have I ever thought of doing the meanest thing anyone's ever thought of? Yeah. I have not thought of that. You haven't? I will tell you when my OCD was really bad when I was younger, I really didn't like contact with other people and their hands sure but i still had that uh need to like i've i'm i have to give and so what would often happen back when i lived in minnesota in my early 20s when he was a young warthog 
I would call someone over and then I would try to time up like when they would put their hand out instead of having to, you know, like rub and sure. I would try to drop it. So they would, dude, and it would all it, so often it did like, and now they're chasing it down. This, and I'm sure people were like, oh, cool. Is that how you get off? Is this what you need to come? <laughs> like, I'm sure that was a situation. Anyway, the. I don't like dirty hands unless they're around my neck. <laughs> so. Uh, the, I, I come to this spot. It's a, it's an, a non-convenient panhandler's corner. So I'm not okay. going to give. And then I leave and then I had to come to the same spot the next day. Okay. And so I come down and there's a new panhandler. Okay. And it's a younger fella. Okay. Uh, and I am not here to discuss or judge or predict what someone's real situation is. Right. I want to make that clear. You're only here to refer to them as a panhandler. Is that not acceptable? I have no fucking idea. I just think it's funny. Our new producer sometimes dresses like a panhandler. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody Walker. Cody Walker. He's got this thing that you know how you know how the young whites, he's a very talented musician. You know how the young, the young, soft folk whites, you know, the guys who they probably know someone who wears a Quaker Oats hat, right? That sort of thing. Probably a girl who can fiddle. That's the type of people they run around with. Okay. You know, those people, how they wear those clothes where, you know, if you wore them, you would look like, you know, you, you'd look horrific, right? Everybody'd be like, oh, did, did you get hand-me-downs from your worst uncle? Yeah. But when he wears them, you're like, I think I should wear clothes like that. Yeah. And I fucking kind of hated about him. I'm really excited. (laughs) He pulls it off. He pulls it off. I'm really excited to have him on the show. He's got long, flowing, curly hair. He does. And he wears, yeah, he can wear a unique shirt and pair of pants in a way that makes me want to do it, but I can't. So it's nice to have you. Yeah. When I wear stuff like that, it looks like I only had $1.75 at the thrift store. (laughs) Where I'm like, I'm going to have to make this work, and I need a pant and a shirt. Yeah, it's uh, his, his look is not for us. Right. We're more wear sweat clothes that hide our body imperfections. Yeah. Very different types. As you can tell, this is a poofier sweatshirt, uh-huh. so my ribs don't come through it. And uh-huh. yours is a really thin sweatshirt, Yeah. so you know, hopefully someone can see a rib. It doesn't, look, it doesn't make me look thicker. When I pull on to the exit for the second time, okay. there's a panhandler fella. Okay. And I'm not, I don't know. He has a hat on, one of the flat brimmed ones. Okay. You know? Sure. And uh, it just says the word hustler on it. Yes. And I'm sure that's just like, you just wear what you have when you're homeless. I thought that was the funniest fuck. Like, and I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that like an is that just a circumstance like the the weirdest happenstance ever? It could be. Like could be you, a big uh, Kelsey Cook fan. We don't know. He might. <laughs> he Maybe might she's have, selling merch for the special. Yeah, she's just she's actually <laughs> she's actually selling merch out the side of her car now. Yeah, she refuses to give money, so it's just hats. Yeah. Hey, tell people about my special. <laughs> the, That's a fucking actually. Hold on. <laughs> I just everyone stop the presses here. Yep. I might. You've got some specials when coming my out. specials come out. I mm. might get shirts made and just go down to Skid Row and hand them out. Those yeah. are walking fucking billboards. Yep. Hey guys, 
Go out and do what you already do, but do it in this brand new Chad Daniels merch. (laughs) Handing out Skid Row gift bags? I don't think that's a horrible idea because you're helping... You're using, but you're helping. You're using and helping, which is helping the best is the best sort of using. Yeah. Is it's with... the worst sort of helping. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But I, honestly, should we start a marketing company? I kind of like it. I think we should start a marketing company, which is right above uh, the, the other thing that I think we should get really into, which is being a pickleball team. But because of my disability, I'm worried that <laughs> we're going to have to have Ethan as your... So you guys are the pickleball team, and I'm the pickleball team coach. And I don't know that pickleball team should have coaches, but I have to be involved. And that's... Here's what I think. I, I want to I get into the pickleball game. Let's do it. And you you can be my partner. We'll see how this works. How about this? You just stand like this and I will tie paddles all over no. your body. You're at the net. You're at the net. Okay. So I am playing net. You're at the net and you don't even have to move. If they get it by you, then I'll be there to hit it back. And otherwise you just block it and hit it back, for, you know, with a little ricochet. So... No, this guy no? has is just, on. Is moving on a no, or is it? A, I'll think about it. This guy has on. That's a no. Kelsey Cook's merch okay. potentially, but okay. more likely just a random hat. Yeah. And I'm a hustler, baby. And I don't know that. See, that's the voice you were using to sing all those inappropriate songs before the show started. And don't make me bring that up. That's not true. So, uh, the either it's a coincidence or that's. It's kind of the, if it's not, it's the funniest fuck you of all time. Like putting a dollar bill in a man's hand while he's staring at you in the face with a hustler hat. Yeah. And I I can see how someone would see that and get really angry. Like I'm out here working 40 fucking hours a week, paying my good dang taxes so this motherfucker can wear hustle people out. Like I can see how someone (laughs) would go zero to rage on that. It is very ironic wearing that hat. But I I love it. I think it's. I tried to take a picture, and then I got those like, "Hey, you're trying to take a picture of me, aren't you?" Eyeballs, and oh. I for sure backed down. I was in a car. I should have just gone, and you know then what? just drove this away. This is gonna make. This is gonna lose me some friends. But I'd start with a dollar. I go, here's a dollar. There's two more of those. If I could take a picture of your hat. Yeah, I think that's a great call. That's how I do it. I think that's a great call. You know how many people I've lied to in my life to get a picture? Because like there is a when we went to a family wedding, my cousin Paul got okay. married, and one of his best friends, who was an incredibly nice guy, but he just looked like a gigantic version of my nephew Seth. Okay. And so we called him Mega Seth all night. Mm-hmm, I like that. And we, I just lied to his face to get a picture with him to be like, Oh, for you to remember the good times. And then immediately I'm sending mega Seth pictures to everybody in the group chat. (laughs) But so I, I'll, yeah, I'll lie to someone for sure. In that scenario. I don't think it's a lie. I think saying here's two more dollars. That's like, I'm going to, Oh yeah. Mine was a lie. Oh yeah. Yours was totally a lie. Yours is, but I'm, I'm up for incentivizing people to yeah to earn panhandle money you can't get crazy right we're talking about a picture of a hat here you can't go up and be like here's a dollar here's a five dollar bill if you hop on one foot and bark like a dog like in coming to america yeah you can't do that yeah you can't demean people that's not what this show is ridiculous i told somebody about that at the location i was going to uh being very vague at the location i was going to and don't touch my things and uh i'm not touching your neighbor's glass and I told, and they got really upset 
about like the concept of it, like and just home homeless people in general begging. Have I've have you ever been around one of those who thinks it's like, you know, a real problem to have the homeless begging? Oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, he used the word lazy, and I I can't stop thinking about it. Not because I'm ready to have some like big moment. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks, but only. <laughs> Do you know how horrible it looks to panhandle? Sure, yeah. To stand out in the fucking Cincinnati heat with a sign all day like, Hey, can I have money? No? All right. Hey, can I have money? No? All right. Like, that sounds like the worst fucking shit. I would rather, I would for sure rather work at Burger King than be a, than, than beg for money. For sure. There are times where I will see like a mom and a dad with a kid Mm -hmm. and it says, you know, the kid will always pull on my heartstrings, right? A dog or a child. It's just like. There's a fucking guy in Calabasas, California who used, who said his dog needed surgery. And then I saw him in a different part of LA. Like forever later like my dog needs surgery <laughs> probably a fucking latvian <laughs> oh my god that my is. dog my dog hold on one uh, listen the dog's four digits are no longer working <laughs> and so if you could peddle me money i will for sure use it on rectification of dog digit um Let's shut the show down. What is happening? I have no idea. But I would for sure, like, don't you, I, I just think being a panhandler would be, I think that's hard work. I mean, here's a, you earn your dollars, you stood outside in the heat all day, you're going to have that crocodile skin forever. Right. You got yeah. your money. Like, I'm not going to, do I, maybe a nuisance, you can call it a nuisance. I'm not buying the lazy conversation. I don't buy the lazy either because, oh, this person needs to lie down on the sidewalk after they've walked around for 23 fucking hours. That doesn't seem very lazy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly Trying right. to get money. Oh, this person has to spend all night fending other people off from their tent that they found? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a real fucking lazy <laughs> walk in the park. Very lazy at all. I imagine being homeless, you're just on guard all the time. Like you just, it's like being, being homeless is probably a lot like, ah, this isn't going to shine well, but it's got to have some elements of prison. I would think a little bit, but it is a prison of sorts. I think in, in, if I were homeless, I would, I would not ever be worried Mm because I'd be ready for someone to come just fucking smoke me in the back of the head with a shovel. (laughs) That's the truth. And I'm just, not even, I'm just it's like, one of those things like if you, when you're homeless, you're just treating it like you're somebody who's done something wrong in the mafia, like any day now. Yeah. Any I, day. I just can't, I don't have what it takes to be homeless, I don't think. Well, yeah. You don't, don't think so? I don't have that. You think you think that you're here. The fun thing about you is you look like somebody who really could handle the elements. That's what you far more than me. You look like that. And I would say far more than my brother Greg or people in my family who actually can handle the elements. But you are a bit of an inside boy. I, so I can turn a little, a little feral when I'm out on a, like hiking for a week or something. Sure. I will drop, I don't know if I've ever said this, but I, I could drop a fruit snack if it's my last one in a pile of bear shit. <laughs> Someone could come by and fold it up. <laughs> And I would still fucking eat through the bear shit to get the last. I wouldn't care at all. But you get me inside, I'll drop something on the ground, and I'm like, I'm not fucking eating that. Are you yeah. kidding me? And it could, the floors could just have been cleaned. I'm like, no, 
Which do you think you last longer in? A homeless scenario? Oh, thank God. I was going to say loose, of course. <laughs> or the mafia. If tomorrow we start you in both of those, which one do you survive in longer? I think probably homeless. Okay. Yeah. The mafia is just, it's. You too, think you got too hot of a mouth for the mafia? It's too nerve wracking. Yeah. Because you, yeah, ne- you don't like that always, stress. Right? It's yeah. like I still have a little bit of a neck pinch where I yeah. can't go to my left. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't be able to see if someone was coming to get me. Yeah. I wouldn't take long, I don't think. Yeah. And I think you, I think you have a, you do a good job of correcting your outbursts. Yeah. But it's, that's too late. Yeah, in the mafia, you don't mafia you don't get a chance late. to correct outbursts at all. Right, and I love the fact that homeless, you don't have to correct them. No, no, you no. just oh, sorry. People just kind of peel away from you. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think I, I I think I do well in the mafia, and I think that's a bummer. No, you would not at all. Absolutely. Oh my God, it is so funny that you think that. I'm an, I'm a fantastic project manager, and that's all. Every here's what the happen. mafia is is here's project management. They'd go, they'd go. Hey, Sai, listen, you are on the top of our list to move up, right? To like to El Capo, or no? Nope, that's that's the that's the cartel. Or, El Chapo, El Chapo. Girlfriend just got out of prison. I've been watching the news. Go ahead. They would send, they'd be like, hey man, you know, we, we got you here. You are the next person to move up. Why don't you go ahead? And we got this stuff for you to do. And as soon as you left, they'd be like, that fucking bitch is never moving up. He fucking knows nothing. What an that's, idiot. No, that's not. That's exactly what they would do. The mafia, you, the mafia. That's fine. But you, I, th- that's not about me. That's about the way the mafia handles business. And who, I know. Who's to say that I can't handle that? Oh, uh, fucking everyone that's ever <laughs> listened to you talk. I'll start. Me. I actually, if we're comparing mafia and homeless, I think I do pretty well in the mafia. Secondly, I think I'm the sort of guy, again, talented project manager. I run a small little crew. I make the big guys happy. They bump me up and I don't ruffle any feathers because I am scared of shit all the fucking time. I know, but they don't like that. but, But the difference, I think they do like that. I think they want somebody who produces money and is fucking scared all the time. Now you, you... You're fuck. You can't. Yeah, you can't the say the wrong thing. I would die in one. You day would in die market. in one fucking day. But I'm a weak little boy, and I'm scared of a lot of stuff. So I'd be like, "Well, here you go, guys. Thank you. Oh, a promotion. I'll take it." Like I'm gonna yeah. quietly rise through the ranks without ruffling any feathers. And I think, I don't think I get to the top of the mafia, but I think I'm one of those guys who gets into mid mafia management and just kind of. Just coast no. into retirement. The mafia, there's too much machismo in, in with the mafia people. and there oh, You be, don't think I can fake some machismo? I can tell you right now, a short little Italian mafia guy would jump up and slit your throat and be like, Man, I fucking told you guys I could do it. That's exactly what, how you would die. That's exactly how you would die. <laughs> Proven he can dunk? Yes, exactly. Just... <laughs> Okay, I'll drop it. <laughs> I will drop it. Um, can I ask a question? I would love a question. Okay, this is gonna and this is just me. Um, it's gonna make me sound like I'm hungry and all that stuff, and I'm, you're gonna judge me. But oh, are you gonna talk about food on the show? I don't know if you know this, but it feels like you have uh, intentionally removed your conversations about food on the show. I don't think I have intentionally done it, but I will tell you that I got here. Yep. And then I, I said, uh, hey, 
we should order some food. And you were mm -hmm. like, we're having steaks tonight. I'm Cooking steaks. Guys, I'm making you guys steak. Don't fucking worry about it, dude. And uh, it is right now. What time do you think it is? 10.45. Okay, 10.43. 10.43. And uh, I like to be early. Yep. And the steaks are in the refrigerator. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so what do you think is Is this like when one of those guys comes home from working like an office job? Probably. Where he just sits on his fat, lazy ass and like, you know, makes a couple phone calls and he's like, Oh, Jim, busy working or hardly working busy? That sort of shit. Like... You know, I don't think anyone's ever said that. And then that was fucking Yoda. And then, and then, then you come home and you're like, "God damn it, Becky, where's dinner?" I know. I understand okay. you were doing stuff. Okay. But then I, I don't know how to work. I don't. Sometimes I mm -hmm. plug things in upside down. Sure. Okay. So I don't like to do any of this stuff. You no. know that. You so did. You did. Mistakes. You did earlier. Point at a thing and ask a question. I and I got to be honest, Cody and I. Although you were way off base, I think we truly appreciated that. I don't know that you did. I think you I were... think no. That's no. That's very genuine. I think your we know what your role is. Not me. Like the universe knows what your role is on this show. Sure. And the universe knows what my role is on this show. Yeah. And the fact that you stepped outside your role to engage, I think that was very nice. It did feel good. Now my role, if people don't know, I bring one story. Yep. And then your role is all the rest. The rest of the show. You yep. do the stuff. You have to set it up. Yep. You have to. Now, what? but here's the thing. Okay. When you come to Minneapolis, what I have done mm -hmm. is uh, figured out a place where you don't have to set anything up. Did you do that? No. But <laughs> I live closer. So So you can, you can claim that one. It counts. So we are, we, we did not do steaks. We did not do steaks. You woofed a pizza. Good pizza. Yeah, it was good. And now where is that on the, like, on the, the dietary restrictions, pizza's still a go. Everything's a go. Everything's a go. Mm -hmm. You're just managing. But not like cake and candy bars and ice cream and that and cookies. The stuff you love shit. the most. Yep. Yeah. But pizza's a go. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And what some, about dessert pizza? Some, nope. Sometimes I'll put peanut butter on a banana. That gets a little fucking crazy. Not when no one likes. Not when person. Kelsey's around, of course. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> He's fucking learning. <laughs> it's the one thing I fucking that makes me happy. What? How? how here's. I want to talk about that because I think, and then we'll, we'll we'll close the show on this, and then the show can be over. And then we will get in car and not know how to use. Oh, I made the mistake of falling in love with a woman with peanut allergy before realizing the farscaping effects of that <laughs> illness. Um, that is. I had to give up peanut butter because uh, of all the health stuff that I'm dealing with. It's a, okay. it's one of the trigger foods for inflammation for me. Uh, and that was not easy. And it's still not easy. If I smell peanut butter, yeah. like if I walk through and Jenna's eating peanut butter, I turn into one of those cartoon cats that floats up into the air oh, yeah. and just drifts towards the pie on the windowsill. So it is I in college, Joel and I, when sure. we lived together, did you know they make Jif, the creamy Jif? You can just buy it in a fucking coffee can. Yeah, just I get absolutely a know that. big old white trash coffee can, of, and then you just just fucking scoop and dupe. So how is as is gen, genuinely speaking? First of all, just quickly, sleep easy tonight. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a threat. Misery loves company. It's absolutely a threat. I'm gonna wipe peanut butter in your nostrils like Vips, Vicks Vapo Rub. <laughs> 
Well, I'm, when you have a cold. I've not been piling on you. I was going to ask you a genuine question. Not everything's a fight. I just want you to smell it. I want to see if you can but float. Every time, I want to see if you can float in your sleep. But every time I bring up Kelsey on the show, you think I'm trying to fight you. Oh, I don't think that. I and I'm know not you're trying to fight up. you. She's up in this conversation. Oh. She is the one with the peanut allergy. Okay. My question is, yeah. I know you love peanut butter. It's my favorite food. And <laughs> I know it is in also your favorite food, which is... Reese's peanut butter eggs and or jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, I do love those quite a bit. How what has this what has it been like genuinely? Like obviously Kelsey's the greatest, but right. what has it been like to give up peanut butter? And how do you do you when you go on the road, do you just go peanut butter fucking crazy? Or is it one of those things like I might cause she's got like one of the scary real deal yeah like Oh, there's a woman on the plane with a peanut allergy. Right. Like they have, I don't even think those are real. I don't want to get into that right now, but I don't think I would you, love to get into that. I don't that. think you would get on a fucking in a tin tube mm-hmm. if you could die from a peanut. Mm-hmm. I think you just uh, were an only child and love attention. Okay. And uh, because I listen Will you say that into the camera? Yeah, no problem. Guess what, motherfuckers? I've had peanut butter in my backpack, and when they go, uh, hey everybody, listen, mm-hmm. I know what's coming. So I rip it open and I stuff it in my mouth, and then I blow it up. By the fan and you know what's happened nothing not ever so how do you go are you like a catholic kid that goes to college and finally gets fucked when you go on the road with peanut butter is that what happens it is pretty aggressive yeah i i, I, I can't ham. remember the last time i've eaten peanut butter with a spoon until now i mean it's just yeah oh <laughs> i mean i go in with my hand in latvia we call this peanut butter spoon I in Latvia, this is how we get the dog to love. <laughs> hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>